0: everyone welcome back to what about us i have a guest hi i'm steven (laughs) (laughs) my guest is steven we're going to be talking about christ and the gospel of jesus christ yep and i'm going to be coming up with some questions to ask him yeah all right so you ready Okay, so this is this going to be a good question because I was thinking about it and I wanted to know what way do you think, how could I, because this is something that I really need to know because I really am bad at this. But for somebody who doesn't believe in Jesus, how could I tell them about the gospel and the importance of it without making it seem like I'm being forceful or rude and then... Like, how could I say it? Oh, it's not rude, but I'm still getting my point across that I'm serious, like for real, you really need Jesus because you know of, of heaven and Well, this is stuff a really like hard that. question for me, and this is actually what I've been thinking about lately, it's kind of a confusing question for me, but my answer would have to be kind of ease into it. You have to kinda of, if you want to tell if you have to tell them about it right now because you might never see them again, then you have to ease into it, but a little faster. And make it a little fun so that when they learn about it, then that way it's, it seems like, oh, wow, they're serious. I should look into this for myself or something like that. Or like, this seems really interesting. Yeah, I just, so do you have any examples? I don't know how we well, do that. Um, like you know how I church how when they teach you things and like children's church for example and when they teach you things they make it mm-hmm. fun so that way when you learn it but you don't know that you're learning it but you're still learning it and you know like oh I know this verse because I did this in class and you realize the meaning later or sometimes you realize it immediately Oh yes, I know exactly what you're saying. When they make it into like a song, when they put a verse into a song, yeah. Cause I didn't realize it until I was older, but I don't think it's gonna have that same effect because, like the like this one time, I was I was actually trying to tell a lot of people about Jesus last year, but then people would say stuff like what. And it would be like, I'm not interested. Or they'd be like, I don't believe in Jesus. And they just closed off to it. So I just kept saying, please do it. And they got so Yeah, that's one thing that you can't do. You can't beg people to believe in Jesus. It is their choice. If they decide not to, then they just don't want to. (laughs) But that's so sad, though. Uh... I mean, I understand that they that it's a choice, but what can I do to tell them about the importance of it? Like you have a choice because most people who don't believe in something I don't think they're I don't think they really understand you know like they don't really understand the importance of it well, so one of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story of Jesus because that's what the Bible is about in the first place. everything is foreshadowing towards Jesus so what I would do would be so I would just explain it to them and tell them the story of Jesus and like how Jesus died for us and how do you know and ask them like, Do you know anyone that would die for you? And of course they would probably have the answer, No, I don't know anyone that would die for me. And we would be like, Well, this person did. yeah yeah I, can. I don't. i don't know i should try that i'm thinking about telling my friend about jesus because i know there's a lot of people that i know who are agnostic or you know they they just don't know another thing i could do is just you know plant my seed i don't want to be forceful and i think that's something that i used to do but i'm not doing it anymore but i still want to let them know that it's important though like it's not just I mean, how Jesus did it in the Bible, when he would try to show people that he's really the son of God, he would do a miracle. Now, I don't miracles happen all the time, but sometimes you can't just rely on a miracle for everything. And you have to figure out how to do it just by talking and telling them. Yeah, that's right. I don't know how I'm going to do a miracle. And you can also pray for them. After you plant the seed, you can pray for them. And they might come back and hit you up and say, hey, um, I was thinking about what you told me earlier. Can you give me some more info about it? Or can we talk about it sometime? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing that. I've been praying. I'm hoping that as I get older, uh, I'll be able to talk more to the male gender because I can't really talk to them. I w- I want to talk t- more to guys about it. And this is this is gonna be the second question. This is getting into the second question. But I know you're you're only thirteen. But uh, when you go to like a public school, because I can tell you what happened when I was thirteen. And when you go to a public school, it's bad. Like, those kids are bad. But you're, you're not exposed to it. Well, I'm not going to say that everybody is bad. But I think they get what I'm talking about. Like, the drugs and all types of stuff like that. So, it's people aren't going to be as pure-minded. Especially, when I'm talking about Jesus. Because most people, they like living. They don't like the lifestyle that comes with being a Christian. Because they know that you know they they think from their perspective cuz especially when your parents aren't christian or anything they think stuff like oh i don't want to do that it's too many rules it's too to that uh uh-uh. uh i can't live my life i can't have fun and stuff like that and then especially the with guys that's something i'm so passionate about because with guys now it's like if you don't act a certain way and i don't know if you notice know or not because you're not going to school but you'll probably see it or you might already see it on tv or whatever but with the guys and even when you go to church there's always more women than men in the church it's always like a whole bunch of women and then even when you go to college the women and it's like i don't know where the guys be at so i wish that guys would more be more open to learning about jesus and purity and stuff so, so actually this that. um the um so at this church we used to go to you've gone to this church before camille it was fact talmage first apostolic church of talmage and it was for the um mm-hmm. it was for church service or bible study but he was telling um it was brother charlie and he was telling us about how he when he was a kid that he used he went to this new school and how he eased into it like how i was saying and he told his friend about jesus and he started inviting him to youth events and then he eventually started coming to church with him and stuff like that so yeah that's kind of what you have to do and as for with boys now i don't really know what to do because sometimes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because sometimes I do have trouble. I mean, I myself am a boy, and I have trouble talking to boys because girls are nicer than boys most of the time. But I have gotten better at it, and I have I have a lot of friends that are boys now, and it makes me really happy that I have friends that are not just girls and girls all surrounding me because all my most most of my siblings are girls except Judah. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that the thing with men and guys, I just think that it's something that we'll both have to fix and get closer with and, and better as we get older. Because with me, I'm the same way because I'd be scared of people, especially if they're taller than me and they're a guy. But that's, but that's everybody. Yeah, it's intimidation. Short. You can't so be intimidated. Yeah. Yeah. I know not everybody is like that, but even even at Talmadge, I heard that the guys weren't doing, they weren't, you know, doing the things of the Bible. They were still in the world, and that's how, and there's still Christians that do that, Christians that cuss and be worldly. And, and but that's we the thing, really have to get we're noticed. not truly a Christian, With- you're not truly a follower of Christ if you don't do what the Lord says. If you don't follow the word, then you're not telling the truth. You're not living by Jesus' example. Jesus didn't curse people. Jesus didn't sin. He never sinned. He never did anything bad. Now, I know we can't not sin, but we can at least try our best not to sin. Yeah, but I think that I I just, okay, this is what I really feel. I want to know if you agree with me. I just think that it's it's different because it all depends about our upbringing and depending on like different circumstances we can't always live a life that's pushing to the lord. I know for me it's really hard. Something that I really struggle with is my my thoughts, I struggle with my mouth and stuff like being disrespectful. And I think it's, and I know Jesus, I and mean, I feel the Holy Spirit, and I know him. I, I've, I have conviction. I have my eyes spiritually open. So it's not that, I, that I'm not, that I'm lying. Because you, because really all the Christian is is somebody who's acknowledging that they believe in Jesus Christ. They believe that he died. And really, you could be a drug dealer. You could be a murderer and still have that acknowledgement. He's but, a disciple. But what really changed? yeah but but what really changes your life is the action though the action but the action is hard i think it's i think it's harder now because there's social media and there's television and it's not it's not normalized it's normalized for teenagers to be doing things that are worldly not to be doing things like how god told us and it's the same thing with adults so well for me um So for me, I have trouble remembering stuff and doing that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't have trouble, but like sometimes I just don't remember. But what I like doing to help myself is to pray for myself. I don't just pray for other people. I pray for myself also. So to help myself improve better. And I have seen my improvement in real time by not just praying, then nothing happening, but praying and actually seeing improvement in myself because you can't just pray. You also have to try to work, work at it yourself because you and God are supposed to work as a team, not work, you give me this and I do nothing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I, 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 I think I pray for myself. I try to pray for others more, especially people who are unsaved. But yeah, I pray for myself and I just think the hardest part is the action. Because it's like, okay, I'm going to give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. But you have to fix my mind on you. The, I can't get the peace without fixing the mind on you. That's the scripture. So, you know, I have to do my part. I think that's the hardest. Mm, okay, let me think for another question. How about, okay. How about, how do you feel about the way of the world right now and the stuff with the like the homosexual people being on movies and how, you know, what the Bible says about that. And then stuff about the end times and how the scripture says that there would be wars and rumors of war, of, of wars and just how we're seeing more of that. now. Well, so about the about homosexual, that? I feel you do what you want to do. I remember not remember somebody say that, but you do what you want to do. It doesn't matter what you do, but you're just going to be sad when the time comes for Jesus to come back. But you still need to pray for them, though, because that's important, too. You can't just leave them hanging. Because the Bible also says in the Old Testament that if you know something and you don't warn them, then your blood is on them if you have the chance to warn them. But if you warn them and they don't listen, then it's the, their blood is on themselves. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm um so okay so you think that the the homosexual people do you think that that when they're like on judgment day because we believe that there's going to be a day where jesus is going to judge us so on judgment day i don't know how i feel about that because I just feel like as I've talked to more people who said, like, they like the same gender or more people who are like, you know, all lives matter and all of this stuff. I don't know. I I was, I thought that it was a spirit, like, that they had a spirit. But now I think that it's just, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't even know Well, my sister knows someone who's like that. And the only reason why she's like that is because... Of so boys were mean to her and she boys were super mean to her and she didn't like it so that's why girls were nicer like I said and that's why. How old is like girl? It's it's um or boy? It's a four's age. It's a girl. Oh yeah, I don't know because. I don't think that's a good example. I'll tell you why I don't think it's a good example. I don't think it's a good example because they're too young. As far as a little kid, she's not even a teenager yet. So, I mean, until you're a teenager, especially like my age, um, 15 and a half, 16, and you can drive and you get your license, that's when you're going to know, you know, That you like people and you're going to have hormones and stuff. So I don't know about that because that's not really real. Because I don't know. She's not really old enough yet. But that's me. Yeah, they've also been advertising that necessarily on TV too. Like there's like some commercials. And some of the stuff in the, like it's a three-part commercial. And some of the stuff I agree with. But then like the last part, I don't agree with at all. Like it was like, love has no race, which is true because you shouldn't judge people by their gender. There's nothing in the Bible about gender, about being black people can't go to heaven or white people can't go to heaven. There's nothing in the Bible about that. Oh, you mean race, not gender? Yeah. And then there's, and then in the same commercial, it was saying that, like, if you have like differences and like, like, the way you act, like, if you have a disorder or something, that it doesn't mess up with love, and then it was like, love has no gender, and I was like, I do not agree with that, because in the Bible, it says that if immorality will not enter the kingdom of God in the first place, so immorality you won't enter the kingdom of God. Yeah, I know, right? I haven't seen that commercial, but and I do know what you're talking about and the only thing that I can say I want to talk to my dad about it because I actually I wanted to contact those companies like the companies who make movies because they're just starting to put just evil stuff in movies and I really want to know why because it's just blatantly evil but, I, but my dad was like there's so many people who are homosexual that they're forcing it to be better because another thing i'm seeing well not better but they're forcing them to put more of it into movies but another thing that i'm seeing is they're putting more people of different races in movies. like they're they're advertising more asian people and mixed people and interracial marriage and i really like that because you know race doesn't matter it's so stupid it's like the stupidest thing ever that Just and it's been around for so long and it's so stupid. But the homosexuality that's new because I think in the 50s or so, 60s, you couldn't, I mean, you couldn't, yeah, it was like against the law, openly gay. Yeah, you couldn't be openly gay. and And then there was like a lot of stuff. So I guess, I guess they're just trying to normalize that race doesn't like racism. Like they're trying to end racism, but then they're also trying to end the um, homosexual thing because that was happening at the same time. Like the slavery and stuff was happening at the same time when people were being homosexual. But so really, that's like, been around too forever. So it's like a b- b- that was good and bad, bad thing, thing, thing because it's good going. that they're finally trying realizing that race doesn't matter. But then it's bad that they're that they're trying to get homosexuals to say it's a good thing. It's okay. yeah yeah because my perspective is is like what you said i i i agree with them to an extent because you have to think about it if you were if you were a person who liked the same gender and then you saw that in no movie they were and you saw that in no movie they were they never allowed it and they were bashing it like they were calling you ugly or dirty just because you like the same person i mean that would make you feel bad so they're probably like okay we need to we need to tell people that this is that this is okay, that this is normal and that we can be like that and that we're human too. But the problem that I'm having is that it's it's less about that you're a dirty person and that nobody cares about you. That's not what that's not what we're trying to say. We're just trying to say that that you can't there's just so many problems that comes with that. You I just think people and I just think that when you put it on movies and stuff, it's like you're encouraging the little kid, like the person that's of poorest age. They're too little. They're too little to think like that. So now as they get older, they already have stuff in their mind. So now they already thinking like that. But if you just put Jesus in front of somebody, see, that's go help them. That's They should be globalizing that, putting Jesus on movies. But no, see, they're not doing that. Yeah. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's a lot like that. Although I feel like they should just take out the homosexual movies completely because if you don't even say anything about it the whole movie, no one's going to care. Which is true. But then at the same... Right. But then at the same time, they would do the same thing for racism too. Which would kind of be weird, but I don't know how that would work. (laughs) Ah, yeah okay yeah okay now we thinking okay so how about they include what what we can do if we want to become a better world what we can do is we can we can acknowledge that people have different emotions and people come from different cultures and ethnicities now we can acknowledge that but we just can't have just just stuff that's just crazy like saying stuff like You know, love is love. It's okay if you love that tree. Like, no, no, that's get out of control because now you're getting out of control. Because now they got all of these things talking about you can like animals and little kids and all of that. No, that's not right. So I'm sorry about that. But that's just not acceptable. So they just need to get that. You see, that's their goal. It's their goal to reach young people so that they change their minds about that kind of (laughs) stuff. Now, that's what's good about us Christians. That gives us an advantage to spread the gospel and the good news to young people. Because if you spread it to younger people, it goes into their mind easier. As in, like, it's easier to plant the seed of Jesus Christ into their head. Like, like, it makes them want to believe it more and better. That's why people that are born in, like, Christian households are are not most likely to say Christian, but, like, they know who Jesus is and they know a lot about Jesus because of this, because you um, told them about it at a young age. That's why that's good too. Yes. that. Yes. That's yes. That is exactly true. That's exactly right. And I think that we just have to be leaders, but I agree with you because yeah. it's like that for everything though, Stephen. that's what I was talking. Yeah. I was talking to my dad about that yesterday, I think. And I was like, Just, because it depends on how your parents raise you, because if your parents are Satanists, then they're going to raise you to be Satanists. So, I mean, so I guess you, so what you're going to listen to the most is your friends, you're going to listen to your parents, and then you're going to listen to TV. So... It all all points to that. Your influences. Whatever is influencing you. But, yeah, that's I don't know. But the so one that has the you, biggest impact oh is the God, one that God. you're around the most. If you're around the par- your parents the most, and like you said, your parents are Satanists, they're going to be a Satanist. If you're around your friends the most and your friends are Christians, then you're most likely going to become a Christian and know a lot about Jesus because your friends are Christians. And if on TV they're showing stuff about like Muslims and stuff, then you're most likely to c- become a Muslim because your parents and your friends, you're not near them a lot. But whatever has the most influence on you it's going to have a bigger impact on you rather than the other things. Yeah, because some people, because I know when, um, how old was I? I think before I could feel the Holy Spirit and before last year, I didn't listen to my parents very well. So, I mean, it, it takes, it takes you to listen to your parents and then, but I think most people can listen to their friends in the TV. So we got to get the TV right. The yeah, TV like the Bible right. says, TV, a fr- iron sharpeneth iron, like a friend sharpeneth a friend. is They make each other better and help each other become better. Yes. So we have, to, we have to make sure that whatever we're doing, we're leading by example. And it's not to be forceful, but it's just so we can help them. I mean, the, the, we have to be the iron that's sharpening So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we have to be equally yoked, like we can't, we can't have all these friendships with people who are going to be bad for us. Like if, like if somebody doesn't believe in the Lord, I can't always be around them because unfortunately they might be my friend, but they might not be the best friend for me. And we just have to listen to each other too. Yeah, but then it's really hard if you you and your friend believe different things. Like you're trying to get them to become Christian. And they're trying to get you to do something else that's evil. And that's kind of really hard with that part. If they are both opposites. And trying to get each other to do things that go against what you believe in. Right. That's 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 what I okay so this is the this is going to be probably the last question but this is the thing so there's a lot of people that you're going to meet and interact with who aren't going to be christian and who are going to have different beliefs like they might be christian but then they might smoke or something like that or that so it'll be like a contradictory but my thing is what can we do how can we still tell them about the good news because you know, I have a testimony, because it's it's not like, who it don't matter about how my parents raised me at this point, because I wasn't living the life of Christ until I opened up that Bible for myself, and until God revealed things to me personally, because now it don't got nothing to do with parents or anything else, because now once I know the truth, the truth set me free, so now it's just the truth. But I want to know, how could I do that? How can we be leaders and tell people, tell people about how important it is to know Jesus, but not get into an argument or do things that we don't want to do, but still be friends? So with what I would do is, like I said earlier, ease into it and talk to them a little about it, like every once in a while. Don't just start off the topic on it, but eventually like ease into it and come to it eventually in their topic, like whatever you're talking about. And... As you talk about it, it'll become bigger, but make sure not to end uh, up being a conflict and then end up leaving them with some questions. So then that way they might want to go either look it up for themselves or come back to you and hit you up and say, hey, um, I have a few questions about what you said earlier. Mhm. That's pretty much what I just said earlier, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah and then pray for them that's pretty much all you can do I mean like I can yeah I mean I guess I think something else is just like just see what you can learn from each other so you guys will have different perspectives but even though we both have different perspectives and different viewpoints we can still learn from one another and still love each other so You can't necessarily, because I was just thinking like, well, what if you say, hey, try out my thing and I'll try out your thing? You can't really do that because if your thing is against what, like, what Jesus, if your thing that you want them to do is like Jesus stuff and then their thing that, their thing that they want you to do is against what Jesus wants you to do, then it just messes up the whole thing. Well, no, it doesn't have to be that but for an example it could be like um just like listening to them so so say you meet somebody they're in your class or whatever and y'all end up sitting by each other we're just talking but just listen to the person like if they because it was this one time okay i'm not gonna say this person's name but it was this one time where somebody was telling me that their parents were drug dealers or something. And they had got them some new shoes or something, but it was, like, some drugs or something. And then these other kids, they had some liquor in their um, backpack, and they was just acting crazy. So, you know, we not go tell them stuff like, uh, just so you know, Jesus doesn't like that, because they're going to be like, what? And that can start fights and stuff. But... I can still listen to them and be there for them. Like, okay, why are you doing this? Is there a reason? Like, are you okay? The Bible doesn't say anything against drugs because I don't think drugs existed during the Bible. But suicide is still wrong because drugs can kill your body. And as for drinking liquor, they have laws. And the Bible says to obey the laws of the world, but also to obey the laws of God at the same time. So if the world says, like, if it's a law and the world says, go this speed limit, then you have to go this speed limit or under. If the law says you can't drink until you're at this age, then you can't drink until you're at this age. And the Bible also says, Jesus said that he, remember, he made turn water into wine and he gave it to them. He said, drink and do not be drunk. So it's okay to drink, but you just can't get drunk from it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just all depends on who the person is and stuff like that yeah yeah but sometimes even when it's i just even though it doesn't say explicitly in the bible don't do stuff just because of modern day it's common sense because of just knowing who jesus was i mean it's common sense if you know if people are getting tattoos that's that's controversy because we don't know if tattoos well i know the answer but people debate you know if tattoos if christians should get tattoos or not and then it's the same thing with should christians drink and um and stuff like should christians get divorced and i mean it's just simple to just read your bible but the problem that we're having is people are reading their bible but they're reading it like it's not powerful the bible is the most powerful book you'll ever read and but if you're reading it and you're not reading it the right way we're all going to get different ways of understanding but 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 if you read it and you let that holy spirit talk to you and guide you while you're reading it then that's going to be the real understanding but some people they have a hardened heart so they're having a hardened heart listening to the word of god and they can't see it so that's what causes the problem but it don't matter if you're drinking and stuff and you're my age or younger or or whatever, I mean, I'm not going to say anything about what I just said because that would just be rude to the people and what I saw. But I've been seeing stuff like that since I was in middle school, and I always thought that people were playing because I was never raised where people would be drinking and smoking. I always thought that that, that stuff was a joke until I saw it, like when people were showing me like the weed that they had and the vape and the alcohol and stuff. And I was like, wow, and it really made me, like, confused. But it's just that we have to listen to them because we all grow up in different ways, and it's, and I just shouldn't judge them and stuff like that. But pray, like what you said, But I can still talk to them, though, but not drink. Yeah, like how you that said sense. that when you read your Bible, people sometimes conceive it, comprehend it differently, and... Like, that's why they have so many different denominations in church where they have Baptists and they have Apostolic and they have all them because they all disagree on certain parts. But the core is all the same, that they all believe in Jesus, but they just don't believe certain things about Jesus. So I don't know. They all have, like, debates and stuff. Like, because, they like, Baptist people, they don't believe in the Holy Ghost, but Apostolics do. So if you got them in a room to talk about the Holy Ghost, it will start an argument because they don't really believe they don't believe in the Holy Ghost. But it's in the Bible that it doesn't make sense yet. What? But how could they not believe yeah, it? Yeah, it doesn't Holy make God? sense. Like it's in the Bible but they just think it was only for that time. It was it's not for it, every day. Although in the Bible it does explicitly say it's for everyone. I don't understand that because that's but that's not even that's not even you just reading it. That's you just not reading it at all. Because it clearly say, in that scripture, <laughs> I left you Yeah, it doesn't make sense. of the, gift of the Holy Spirit. So What? But Holy yeah, that's Spirit. what I'm saying. That's why they have some different denominations because people disagree on stuff and it doesn't make any sense. Like, apostolics, they like going their hair long and they say they actually wear skirts. But nowhere in the Bible does it doesn't say women must wear skirts and leave their hair to grow long. Yeah, seeing that, that is their interpretation. But one thing about the apostolic people, and for the people who don't know what apostolic means, apostolic is a denomination of Christianity. And you could just look it up. You would just look up apostolic faith. But basically, they believe that a woman can't, Um, cut their hair and they also believe that you have to have on a skirt that's past your knees because they believe in modesty but anyway so the thing about the apostolic side just that that i agree with is that when i do go to an apostolic church and i wear a dress i do feel better like with like the self-confidence because i know that i'm dressing in a way where you know like good whether than like if i'm wearing some leggings or some jeans because that's tight so I just feel better wearing the wearing that type of clothing. But the hair I disagree with completely because that's not for Black people. Because if you a Black person or anybody else who don't have straight hair, then you have to cut your hair. But if you don't cut your hair and it's thick like this, like how my hair is, then that's not going to look right. And it's not going to grow properly. And I just don't understand, really. And they, oh yeah. Also, you can't wear makeup either. And I don't think that's right because basically, you telling people they can't go to college for cosmetology. And what if they're really passionate about that and they have a gift for doing makeup and hair and stuff like that? Then that's yeah. Not to because them. in the Bible, didn't they have makeup and stuff like that? Because I think they did. Yeah, they have makeup, but the reason why the apostolics don't wear it, I watched a video about it, because my friend was trying to tell me about apostolic, because she apostolic, but they said that the reason why they don't wear makeup is because it was associated with the prostitutes, like the prostitutes wear makeup, so since only the prostitutes wear makeup, they don't wear it now, because that's a prostitute. What? Hmm. Mm. So, yeah. Like, they like all the denominations, they disagree on certain things, and they agree on one thing only that Jesus is real and that they believe Jesus is real, but then they just don't believe certain things that Jesus said. Yeah, but then I feel like it's gonna be okay because when I was reading my scripture the other day, really, yesterday, I think yesterday, but it said that it was in one of the four gospels, but it was the disciples, and they were talking like, "Hey, somebody just casted out a demon in Jesus' name." And then the guy was, and the guy was like, "We have to go stop him because he's not with us." And then Jesus was like, "He um, he he told him not to stop." What did he say? Because he was like... he told him not to stop him. I forgot why, but he said not to stop him. I think it was because that. Oh 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 oh! If if um if they're not against yeah, me, something not like against that me then then they're for me or something. Yeah, so that's so that's all it means. So it don't matter about the dominations because in the end we all believe in the same God. at The end of the day, so the arguments are pointless. Yeah, trust God in His Word. I mean, that's all. Yeah, and then let the Holy Spirit convict us. So if the Holy Spirit say be apostolic then be apostolic if the holy spirit lets you know then that's the holy spirit but you just got to make sure that that's not the devil because it is one or the other is the devil or is it the devil your fleshly desires or it's what jesus has for you and your purpose because one thing that i do know even though i may disagree with some of the stuff of apostolic i really do believe that god is there at the apostolic church because my auntie told me about what God revealed to her to do the conviction of the Holy spirit. And I agree with her and I really look up to her because I can just tell that it's Jesus because when somebody has Jesus in them and they have the Holy spirit and they're walking in the power of Jesus Christ then you can see that. And if you can't see that, then, you know, that's not right. But that's her though. That was that conviction that she had in particular so we all have to have that, yeah. that our own. So, yeah, sometimes conviction. you can, like, know God is yeah. in a space, like, when a room is cold and it suddenly feels warmer, but you don't realize it. Then when you leave the room, you're cold. And that's kind of, like, what happens at Factomage, where I would be in there and we be praying, and then I would leave the room and it would be cold. That's, like, yeah, like, this is how, like, you can feel God, kind mm-hmm. of like that. If you just feel how oh, he's there. At the Apostolic Church, I I had never felt that any other churches before. It's mostly just been that church. That's the only church that I really felt that. Yeah, me too. Me too. That was the church where I got the where I got the Holy Spirit too. And but then somebody did say that they had a bad dream about that church. So I hope they are listening to this from this, that church because that just sounds so mean. I'm so sorry. I'll have to take that part out. But anyway, yeah, I just, I felt the Spirit of the Lord in other places too. So I just think that, I don't know, it's just, I mean, the Spirit of God is just moving. He's going to be anywhere because He said, when two or three are gathered in my name, I am in the midst of them. So whenever anybody comes together to worship Christ, I mean, he's there because we all have the same purpose in mind because he knows our, our heart's desire. And he said that I stand at the door and I knock. So he's coming in because he knows that we're, you know, we want him. We're we're hungering for him. So, I mean, that's just wherever there's a need, he's going to be there because, you know, that's his word. He's His word is never going to be void. But, but um I did go to that Baptist church on Sunday for Resurrection Day and I uh, I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit, but I didn't know that they didn't believe in the Holy Spirit. I don't I never knew what yeah. Baptist meant. And like I think it it was Baptist or Catholic, but I don't remember. But I think it, it was definitely Baptist though, because I had talked to my dad about it. But but anyway, uh, so like how you said, it, the presence of God can be anywhere. Like some, every Sunday, we have church, and sometimes we have church in our media room. And when we have church in our media room, um, sometimes I feel I can feel the presence of God in there. Like how I said, I was warm, and then it gets cold when I leave the room. It just feels like it just feels different when I leave. Mm-hmm. Like I learned something or something like that. But yeah, it just feels different when you leave. Like, that's the whole point of going to church. When you don't, you go in, you don't come, you don't feel the same way when you leave out. You feel different. You've learned something that you can use in your life. Oh, no. I, oh. I couldn't hear you. So could you repeat that? So, yeah, I, I was it. like, I, it was like I feeling normal in here. I mean, and then when I left, it just felt happened. like something was gone or missing. Or, like, I had learned something. Like, like, I just, it's just how it feels. Just like, the, like I said, no. when, you, when you go, the whole point of going to church is when you go in, you're one way. But then when you come out, you're another way. And you just have, like, a whole new perspective. And you just feel different. That's what, what you're supposed to do. Now. You're not supposed to go in with a heart and heart. Come out with a hardened heart. You're supposed to go in with a hardened heart. Come out with a softened heart. Yeah. Yes. And that's why, uh, that's why the churches, you know, we have to go back to church because even though, you know, it's COVID-19, the president and governor and stuff are saying, stay at your house. But, you know, that's sin. The scripture says that we have to be together. You know, we have to be gathered together. Even in Genesis, God said, even with Adam and Eve, Adam, he was alone. He was like, God was like, okay, you need a wife. Then after that, He was like, okay, I made you for relationships that a man would leave his um, mother and father and become joined to a woman. So, you know, being being in the presence of Jesus Christ, you know, that should happen in the church. It, sh- it can also happen by yourself, like in your house or in your room or with your family. But the that's just the importance of just like going to going to church because. If we never, if we never had church and we're always at home, that's not what God wants for us. So whatever we have to do is put a mask or whatever else. We don't have to do it because God made us for relationships. That's why we still in COVID nineteen a year later because it's not. Yeah, you can for still be around, being, other like, around other people. Right, and be with your like, family. That's because That's still being around other people. people, just maybe not with your like church family, but you're around with your family or like in a Zoom meeting with them. It's still together collectively. Maybe you're not right next to them, but you can still like pray on the line. Like, you know how we have the prayer call every day and we get on the prayer call. We're not all together in the same room, but we're still all together praying Mm -hmm. together. Yes, I'm just so thankful because yeah, because like everyone God, has wisdom it to share. Really like on you know, the prayer call, it we share it wisdom and we, and we pray for other people. We pray for everyone that needs prayer, even people we don't know, people we just met. We just pray for them. And that's just a good thing. Yes, I I love it so much because you can always invite new people. Like this one time, I invited this random man because he helped mommy because her because the car was about to go into some glass and bust the tire open. But the man came and um, helped her before it went into the to the glass. And then he was like something about how he missed a church service or something. And then I invited him to the prayer call, and then he actually got on the call he was like, I'm so proud of you uh, because I'm uh, young. Like, I'm young. And I thought he was young, too, but he actually had a kid. Uh, Well, I don't know. I guess some people can have children, too. But, yeah, it was just good because even though he was a stranger, you know, he still, he showed the love of Christ to mommy. So since he showed the love of Christ... Yeah, that's the good thing about spreading the gospel, that when you spread it and give it to other people, that, that they really take it and they actually can learn from it, and they eventually will be like, "I should share this gospel, the gospel with somebody else." And it's like, if you go to college to become a teacher, you're being taught by a teacher who was taught by someone else to become a teacher. You just keep on it's just a whole line of like people teaching others to become a teacher, yes. so that they can wow. spread teach other people how to become a teacher. Yes. That's so amazing. I really, I don't know, I love that. I really want to go to college just so I can just... Get yeah, I read just this book once that to the real learning I just want to starts grow. after learning. you leave school and you start in the real world. That's, that's when the real learning starts. It was, yeah, it was called Rich Kid, Smart Kid. It's a really good book. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm about to read it. Is it by that same man who wrote? This yeah, it's a really good that? book. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but oh, yeah. I think my that's one of the things he said. He talks about how the different learning styles and how people learn differently. Some people learn by doing, some people learn by reading, other people learn a whole bunch of different ways to learn. And how the school system only tests with like by one IQ which is the one that that learns by reading and by, cause you can have knowledge of more than one thing. Like you can know everything about football, but then that won't matter in school. If you don't know a lot about science, for example. And that's why people are starting to homeschool in the first place. And homeschooling is also good because Mm -hmm. you can teach your kids stuff that they would have never learned in school. And That's They can get wisdom from, like, you can teach them, like, if your kids go to a public school you can't afford a private school, but you teach them about Jesus and stuff like that at home, they can still apply it to their life at home. And that's just helping them to develop their own relationship with God because they have more time at home in case they need help with stuff and they can go at their own pace, too. um yes i like that i like that because i know like there was this one person they wanted their children to become multilingual or i don't know the word but no like when you know more than two languages and what they did was they just took them to the country and they just stayed there but i'm pretty sure they were homeschooled because there's no way they would have been able to just always move and then go to in-person school. They probably were just homeschooled in because that was an actual real-world real, real world example, just taking them to different countries because then they got to try different foods and talk to different people. And that just seems so amazing. Oh, my gosh. If I have the money, I'll do that with my kids because that's going to really help them in life because if you know all those different languages, that means that no matter who you come in contact with, you can understand them. And then y'all can yeah, have a conversation. A skill to know. Yeah, because like, be, if you, that's especially good for know, Christians like good, Christians and, or just set. teachers or yeah. anyone in general. If you know a whole bunch of languages, then if somebody speaks Spanish and you want to tell them about Jesus, then you know Spanish because you learn Spanish. If somebody speaks German, then you can tell them in German who Jesus is and stuff like that. If somebody has a question, you can answer their question in the language that they speak. Yes, and then another thing is that if if you can travel to different countries, especially countries where they don't have bibles available, you can get them a Bible in their language, a translated Bible, and then you can actually communicate with them about like hi, like this is who I am, and I want to help you because you Know if they think if you over there speaking English to them, they're gonna be confused because they can't understand. But if because because if you can speak somebody's language, that's going to give them like some type of familiarness about you and make and make them trust you more because they're going to think that you're either from the country or something like that. Because most people aren't going to have that, so that's just gonna yeah. be so amazing. And oh my gosh, I want to do that, I really do. Mm. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the questions went, but I just enjoyed the conversation. Uh, this can going to be the last question. Since you- okay, since so last you want to do another question, or do you have to go soon? Alright, okay. This is going to be okay. okay. Okay, Okay. let me think of a question. Okay. Um... um I don't know. I don't have. Okay. So do you have a testimony, a testimony about like when God opened up your eyes? I was talking to my brother about this the other day. Cause I was like, how do you know that Jesus is real? And you know, how do you know besides reading the Bible? Because if we didn't have the Bible, and if somebody didn't agree with the Bible, how do you know that Jesus is real and and also well, you know, I have so many examples actually somebody asks you like you God know, has helped you me do so do many times I always say, that say that there's so them? much what proof that how could he not be real? like when I was younger, um I had lost my shoe. this is like one of my the older, older I have told, but like mm-hmm. when I was really young, I forgot how old I was, but I had lost my shoe. And my parents said that I would not be able to go to church if I did not find my shoe. So, and they told me to pray. So then I prayed and I asked God, please tell me where my shoe was. And I was really sad and I was crying. And then suddenly in my head, it was just like, look under your bed. And I looked under my bed and my shoe was right there under my bed. So then I got my shoe and I got to go to church. I know it's such a weird story, but it's so true. that is so amazing yes that is such an amazing testimony god is just so good i remember this one time this is what happened to me i was praying because at the time i was young i think i was 11 or something but I never I never played with people. Like I never hung out with anybody. I guess I wasn't old enough. So I was praying, God, please allow a boy to come over to my house. I just want a boy to come over to my house. And then one day this boy knocked on the door with my one friend. And then he really was over at my house. And he had a hoverboard and we was able to talk outside and walk around. And I was like, What and then Jesus really answered my prayer because after I prayed that, he really did knock on the door. And I was like, what? I and yeah, reason. there's another example I have with oh, my God. mom actually. But it really and happened. When she was a kid, she said she had prayed for a Game Boy and she asked God for a Game Boy. And she didn't tell anyone at all that she wanted a Game Boy, she told no one. And then one day she had come back from school and on her bed was a Game Boy. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's just so amazing. It's it's so amazing to me that God cares about the little stuff that don't even matter, just like little things, just stuff that's so little. But those little things help us to believe in Him yeah, because, like so I said, there's so much proof that just when we're how children, could He not be real? How could He not exist? People. Like, if somebody tried to say, God's not real, I would tell them, like, one of those stories or something. I don't know what the reaction would be, but it doesn't matter if if they don't believe. It matters if I believe. If I believe God is real, then he's he's real to me. But I still have to try to get them saved also at the same time. Yes. I don't know. I just feel like when people say that they don't believe in God, I think they're just like, um, they're saying that because there's something like, that happened to them. Like maybe somebody passed away and they they can't understand why that would happen. And they, yeah, like they blame God. Oh my gosh. And God's not dead. That was just so horrible because at the end, that boy was like, but it but was. If you wrong. believe that there is no God, then why did you just say that God is the reason why your father died or something? And then, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, the, "How do you believe that? You're then how do you believe yeah. that God was God?" And then everybody still yeah. And something. then he saved them. The the and then the pastor he just planted the seed. And then the pastor saved him saved them because he because like he the, had that he like about that to die. Then okay. then um he got him saved at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yes, that is just so amazing. That was good. That was a good movie. Yeah, if you've seen it, I recommend you guys watch to it again. This. I mean, <laughs> watch the movie, not watch If you but just watch it, it, you should watch yeah, movie. It is. It is very good. I I really like that movie. And then at the end of the movie, they just tell you to text <laughs> everyone so in so your good. context. God's not dead. That's my favorite part. But it's just, uh, <laughs> So now you need to go watch it again and just do it at the end. But then I never did that, so that was. <laughs> I can't do that. Well, I did I it. Like I did it. I did it. I don't even have. If I just send people that. Yeah. Mm-mm. But I. I remember. I remember when you texted me. I don't even I was, have a lot of contacts. That was, <laughs> what I was like. Yes, or something. So yes, yeah, it, it was different for you. Or you could, could just be like, "Hi, I'm God." God's got people, and they would be like, "Who is this?" And then it would just be sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so. What if they ask you? Who's God? I would rather just block the number after that so they don't got to know who is. but <laughs> what see I don't want to see that's just going to be crazy if they don't know who God is I'm just going to have to say okay well I'm praying for you because I mean I don't know God is the creator so yeah that was a great conversation is he is mail. the creator You have nothing else to talk about now. Oh! um, Yeah, wasn't it? All right, ladies, Goodbye. Okay, so we're about to end it. So how do you want to end it? <laughs> I know that was horrible. It? What do you want to say? Bye. <laughs> See you later, alligator. Huh? <laughs> In a wild crocodile. That's what it is. Uh, okay, yo. Oh well you see you later alligator after a while okay wait a minute okay 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 we're gonna do it we're gonna do it okay it's in a while crocodile after a while crocodile <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said it right but oh well you too oh no Have a great rest Bye. of your day. Hallelujah. Thank you, G-